Did you hear Hillbilly Horror Stories is doing an episode all about UFOs and aliens? They'll probably stop in two weeks. You're probably right. You are listening to HHS UF Only, a Hillbilly Horror Stories bonus episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode 19 of UF Only. Hey, it's getting close to Christmas. It's still like two weeks away. I know. <laughs> it sounds... <laughs> I sounds get the Norman? Norman? I mean, what Norman? Yeah, it sounds a lot closer when I say it actually two weeks. I guess because I keep thinking more about the bowl game that we're going to in Orlando, <sighs> which is the first, which is like three weeks away. So I forgot that Christmas comes like a whole week before that. Dude, I don't even know. We need a UFO to take us to there quick. <laughs> you will get a uh, either a you'll get a some type of Hyundai is what you'll get. Oh, I said Trace. <laughs> you could have said a, a Ford Probe. <laughs> get it with the UFO probe. Oh yeah. Oh, that was funny. Kind of. Well, I mean, if it was relevant. It ain't. Yeah, because they they haven't made a Ford Probe in years. Oh, I wouldn't drive no dang Ford anyway. Whatever. Whatever. So Tracy, we've got a story today from Varsinia. So it says Varsinia, California. Well, it's it's Varginia. Oh. In Brazil. Oh my god! I'm just making crap up I as I go. Where would you get California? No, I feel like there's a. Never mind. Go ahead. Anyway, this happened in 1996. There was a series of events that involved a UFO sighting, a possible capture of an extraterrestrial being. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. I piqued your attention, right? Yeah. I said attention. To give me one for Christmas? I mean, I piqued your interest. Oh, well, I know what you meant. Did you give me one for Christmas? I did not. Oh. Because I didn't want you to have another thing in the house taller than you. You are so... <laughs> er. So, let's start with the UFO sighting. <sighs> I cannot help it that I'm vertically challenged. <laughs> Freddie? All right, let's go on. I want to hear about this sighting. I'll shut up now. So I actually had a hard time finding the exact dates on this, but I believe it was January 20th of 1996. Now I'm going to screw all these names up, but Opalina and Eurico de Freitas, they owned a farm in town. They heard a commotion going on in the vicinity of their cattle. Oralina goes out to check and see what the heck's going on. And it's then that she sees an object, a large object, hovering over the field. And it stayed there about 40 minutes. I think it's a long time. It is a long time. Now, as far as the extraterrestrials, According to media reports, this was all over a bunch of papers and, and uh, magazines back during the, this time. A creature was sighted by three women. Two of these women were sisters. And the other one was a friend of theirs. Their ages ranged from 14 to 22 years old. Okay. This was during an extreme thunderstorm. So it was a lot of heavy rain, a lot of strong wind. Now get this. The creature that they saw was bipedal, so walked around like a man. Oh. It looked like a man. With your bipedal self. Yes. 
It was about five foot tall, once again taller than you. <laughs> Not unless I pooped that hair a little higher. It had a large head, very thin body, V-shaped feet, brown skin, and red eyes. Hmm. It was walking very wobbly, so the girls thought that maybe it was sick or injured. Mm-hmm. They left, and they went to the the, the sisters, uh, went to their house, and they told their mom that they had just seen the devil. Um. Obviously, the mom did not believe them whatsoever, because, you know, most kids don't see the devil. Yeah. She didn't believe them, but she decided to go check it out for herself. Now, when she got to the vicinity, she didn't see any kind of creature, but she smelled a very strong ammonia smell in the air. She also saw footprints where the girl said that they saw the um, the creature. Were they shaped like a bee? She said they were shaped like a V. And there was a dog sniffing the spot where the footprints were. So did mom start believing? I think so. So the family, mom included, start telling the rest of the family and friends about this experience then rumors began to spread throughout the whole city about a UFO sighting and the possibility that an alien had been captured by the Brazilian military. Two days later, another creature was allegedly found lying on the side of the road. Not the same one. Not the same one. I mean, I guess it could be, mm-hmm. theoretically. The military sent three trucks to retrieve it. The janitor at the local zoo also had a similar uh, sighting, we'll say, of this animal. It was, And it was actually at the zoo. Oh. So he went to meet with his relatives, maybe. Maybe in, you know. In the following months, three animals from the zoo passed away from mysterious circumstances. They must have owed him money. So back-to-back zoo stories, because we did. Yeah. Zoo, well, it's not back-to-back. Well, no, I know what you're two saying. Weeks, but two weeks ago, yeah. we did a zoo story. UFOlogist Robert Lear, he wrote a book that included two interviews from people who claimed that there were two of these creatures that were taken to a clinic before being removed by military personnel. The Brazilian government denied any conspiracy theory claims, and they said that they were never hiding any kind of of evidence relating to an extraterrestrial. Now, on the flip side of, of, of the book written by Roger, uh, Roger Lear, which, by the way, is called UFO Crash in Brazil, there's a bunch of other ufologists that they say that there's, an, uh, there's a, a lack of credible evidence to prove this story, to support this case at all. In fact, hardly any of the story has been able to be verified. Regardless of what your opinion is, whether it happened or whether it didn't happen, it obviously had an effect on the city as mm-hmm. far as tourism. Tourism has been absolutely great. They sell little gray alien dolls wearing soccer uniforms that are it's near the side of the incident. <laughs> it's like a Roswell thing. Bus stops were built in the form of spaceships. So if you're at the bus stop, it looks like a spaceship. Oh, wow. How fun. A flying saucer water tank was built in the town center. And even the local government uses aliens in their advertising campaigns. Oh, my gosh. Last year, during the initial COVID um, outbreaks Mm -hmm. back around uh, April and May, 
the public health campaign there decided to put a mask on one of the public monuments of the uh, Vashinya alien. Okay. So how cool is that? Hey, it is. So that's our story for this week. Wow. That's pretty cool, though. I just, again, I don't see how anybody that knows that they are real, like in the government, and they cannot say anything to anybody. How do you even live with that without telling somebody? Well, I don't think it matters that if you tell somebody, because we've already seen, they just ignore it anyway. So if somebody does tell, you know, hey, I saw this. That's true. It's just like the story about... um, Richard Nixon taking Jackie Gleason to show him the alien. Jackie Gleason says that it totally messed him up, or at least his his uh, wife at the time said that in her autobiography. It's just like people are telling it, but it still gets brushed under the rug. Yeah. That's a good story, though. Yeah. It's enjoyable, especially as I sit here and watch Freddie Blake himself. <laughs> his privates. <laughs> but it's not very private right now. No. He has no cooth. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you later. Love y'all.